0: Exciting, guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was gonna say something inappropriate to start the show, but that's not. I was excited. I was excited for a completely different reason.
1: It turns out that all this time, uh, maybe even into like last season, I had HBO at home. That's Yay! perfect. You won- what? I've had HBO this whole time. Apparently. My roommate tells me, he's like, We've always had HBO.
2: How did you not know you had HBO, Eric?
1: It's really my roommate and I don't don't talk. He takes care of the cable and <laughs> oh, that's no. and I'm so a friend. I don't watch oh. the cable. Game of Owns and Mad Men are the only shows I watch, so that's why th- there was there was a disconnect. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. We're having fun renaming each other. This is kindergarten
2: right now. And Game of Thrones is a podcast <laughs> that you're listening to. We will somehow slice around. Some kind of a, the the drastic circumstances that we were just listening to, which probably has something to do with the fact that Eric now has HBO his home. Can we like give Eric applause for having an HBO station at his house? This involves more Yay! clapping,
1: doesn't it? Oh, thank no, you. No, I, I yeah. think it's
2: more pity, though, isn't
1: it? <laughs> clapping. It's pity. pity why? why? That he didn't Those
2: conversations know that he had HBO. for instant messaging. Oh yeah.
1: Well, I just I just didn't know. It's not like it's not. I don't know. It's not like they send you anything in the mail. Saying congratulations, you've paid extra, and now you have this awesome. But, but you were
3: never watch the television and just <laughs> happened upon an HBO station. And how <laughs> well, long have you lived you know, there?
1: They'll give you the they'll give you the channels in the channel guide, right? Won't they? And then will you'll just go to click it and it'll say premium channel. You have to add this that. What, you your th-
3: roommate was never watching like the Saturday Night movie on HBO when he walked in one night.
1: Mm, no, no. What he watches is sports and then Mad Men, which is on AMC. So I knew that we had AMC, but who doesn't? So, but
4: you know, guys, you know what's on HBO.
1: It's Game of Thrones. It right. is. <laughs> oh, wait! a really back <laughs> in. <something. laughs> in this episode, guys, Tonks got naked.
2: Oh, shit. Did that really happen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That
1: really actually happened. And I was a little <sighs> surprised because she's kind of, I don't know, her character's kind of nasty, right? Oh,
2: come on now. Nasty in a good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Zach loved it. I felt so bad because, ah, like... Remus is a good guy, and I just couldn't help but look at her. I didn't want to look away, so like, sorry if you're listening, my bad. Remus so, Lubin, I'm, if
1: you're listening to this podcast? If you're listening. <laughs> Doubtful. Okay. Doubtful.
2: You're probably <laughs> feeling pretty odd because it's been a full moon for the past two days. that has been popularized in the media, so yes. I hope yes, you get feeling good. better super feeling better yeah that's true mm-hmm.
3: but uh, yeah. i knew that uh terrence would be happy because when the episode started off i saw that nudity had been added back in to the uh, <laughs> oh God. The <laughs> following the last
2: community. week's hiatus <laughs> micah yeah. immediately yeah. opened up the game of owns group text that selena is not a part of nope and <laughs> for good that's reason probably a good for good thing reason in this case. <laughs> yeah right 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 no it was good i um I only got to watch it this morning because uh, I was traveling and filming this weekend. And I was going to watch it last night at about 1 a.m. But I was just like, man, I'm not going to remember anything. So I watched it today. Yeah. Let's. I just want to just bust right into this because I – when I was watching it, I it, – it was so – like the whole in, beginning with uh, Dion and with Bran, I felt like it was so ridiculous and so fast that I, I seriously thought it was a dream sequence because we had – the, the raven getting mailed off really quickly, and I thought that maybe was a little bit of, you know, like, oh, I'm a raven and I'm in your, in your dreams bullshit. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just – I didn't think it was happening until the scene was actually over. Ah, Yeah. A problem I had last season was if I ever were to watch the episodes out of order, you kind of can't
1: tell right away. Um, you know, if I had seen last week's episode and this week's episode, I would have thought that I missed the whole episode about Torrent Square falling. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that that that's already just episode. happened. Right. So knowing that they didn't show it, great. That's fine. Um, but I would have expected to see that, but they just glossed over it. All of a sudden, Theon bursts in. Bran's asleep. He says, "Wake up, cousin. We're going to the zoo." <laughs> was just like, he's jumping up, jumping up on the, uh, jumping on his bed. He's pretty My much like, "Get dressed." I just took Torrhen Square. Like, I, you have Eric to declare me a lord. Eric
3: joke from the joke list. But I Theon seemed pretty, you know, nervous almost in that scene. It 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 did seem weird. When he was t- trying to talk to Bren and Yeah. It, it, he seemed very uncomfortable with what he was doing. He
0: was. He was. He's feeling the pressure because he knows if Rob Stark gets wind of it, which now he has, I mean, all hell's going to break loose and Theon's, you know, as good as dead. How did he
1: take all that that negativity from everybody? How do you guys think he took that? Like, because uh. he got it from a lot of people They were like, you know, you betrayed us. And he yeah. yeah. was just kind of like, well, uh, you know, not – Not really, I mean, he had to be forced to kill, um, you know, to to, to, to perform that killed Sir Roderick.
4: At the same time, I didn't think that he was, you know, that he felt bad enough about it. You know what I mean? Like, I just, just doing that. He is just the biggest coward of all time. And Eric, I was saying this on Twitter earlier. you, You have to, if you can still defend him after this, you have to do it because... For me, there's just nothing worse than Theon Greyjoy. Yeah. I mean, he is just a pig, and it's just made worse by the fact that he he so easily falls to the pressure. This is not even him going in and saying, "Yeah, I'm gonna conquer this because I'm awesome." This is him just like, "Oh well, I kind of want to, you know, you know, be better than my sister, and my father, blah blah." blah <laughs> wow, you <know>? she and- <laughs>
2: very convincing American Dang. <laughs> But you know, it's just
4: pissing me off. So
2: no, it's yeah. true. When I was. When, when when the whole when the scene was going and he was like, "Brand, listen, bro, this is the, I'm here." So and Bran was like, Ugh, "What is it?" Like he seemed too casual. I felt like it was fake. And then he sits down on the bed and kind of like leans up. And if you guys that are listening to the show would care to go back and watch that opening scene, just look at the look he gives Brand. It's just like uh, this. This th- I I didn't think it was real. And then he goes outside and everyone's yelling and everything's crazy. And and I really agree with Selena. Like completely agree mm-hmm. that. He is—I liked him for a while, for a long time in the books. I liked his loyalty to Rob, but it's just so shitty how quickly he succumbed succumbed to the pressure um, from his father and his stupid-ass sister. And he's Mm -hmm. just—you can see it in his eyes when he was outside, but he's just way too eager to prove himself, and he's willing to do any dumb shit, and he just doesn't know what he's doing.
4: I've said it before. I think that Theon is officially the sea bitch.
2: (laughs) Wow. So there. (laughs) And I don't think he means any harm to come to—
0: any of the Starks directly, any of their particular immediate family members. That's why he didn't, you know, he didn't grab Bran by the hair and drag him downstairs or anything like that. So I, I don't think he means for any kind of direct harm to come from them because, you know, they're his family.
2: Whether no, he wants to admit think, that or
0: not,
1: well, no. no,
2: he just sacked their city.
1: Well, he sacked their city, but really, who was injured? The, the problem is, I think, too, Robert- that we didn't see who were in square. We didn't see we didn't see Sir that battle. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, he added Sir, he offed Sir Roderick, but Sir right. Roderick made fun of his papa, you know, in front of but everybody. He kind of he kind of was asking for it, like no. he had Sir to Robert do. No, Roderick
4: gr- like was the one who taught him how to use a sword. You know, that was the whole irony of it. He sort of, I mean. Clearly, Ned Stark was kind of like his surrogate father, but Sir Roderick was kind of like his surrogate uncle in right, a way, wasn't
2: exactly. he? Right, exactly. They grew up with each other, training with him every single day alongside, you know, the Starks. I don't
1: know. I think it was generous of, of Theon to have taken Winterfell in this state. I mean, it, it probably would have involved the least bloodshed taking it now. You know, he doesn't kill Bran. He's, he just goes in, is like, hey, I'm here. I'm taking the city. Just declare me leader and, and we'll be good. You know, there's never like this threatening moment there. Between them, where you know, yeah, but unless can't I'm not you see how correctly.
3: weak he is, though? I mean, yeah, he's yeah. he's
1: very weak. He's very weak. But so far, I think of all the bad leaders, of all the poor leaders that we have, like Joffrey. Um, you know, I think the least people have died under Theon so far. But, but but
3: you have to remember that Rob sent Theon back to his father to try and strike some sort of an alliance. He mm-hmm. turns his back completely and goes and sacks Rob's home. So. How is there anything redemptive in that? There's, there's even that moment right before he's about to, you know, send Sir Roderick down to the dungeons. You know, he he has to have this other guy, and I don't know his name because he said it really briefly on the pier, the first uh, mate, Pike. Yeah, yeah, whoever this guy is, I don't know if he actually has a name or if he's just kind of his, you know, like you said, first mate. Blackie. But, yeah. Yeah, and the this this guy just reinforces, no, you can't. And Theon says, no, I'm going to send him down to the dungeons. No, you can't. You know, like he has no c- conviction. Like, if he was a leader, he would have said, No, right. I'm in charge here. I'm sending him down to the dungeons, and that's it. Right. Instead, yeah. he falls to the pressure like he has with his father, like he has with his sister, and he ends up. And I thought it was because this is not the way Sir Roderick dies in the books. I thought it was all, really cool how they did this because they're almost tying it back to the same way that Ned Stark was killed. Mm-hmm. And yes. you get that moment. Where even Sir Roderick says to Braun, you know, I'm going to visit your father. Yeah, that was excellent.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do that. But then the other thing is that uh, the people are egging Theon on to be the one to – he who passes the sentence should swing the sword. And Sir Roderick says that himself. And that's wisdom direct from Ned Stark. And so I'm thinking, well – at the very worst, okay, so Theon has decreed that Sir Roderick dies, but they actually get him to follow, you know, essentially yeah. Ned Stark's uh, own plan of action. They're and still teaching him. Like, some of them are really, like, still sympathetic to him over this, sure this whole time. I'm Ned Stark time.
4: would be so proud.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, I, I, you know, I think they're, they're still teaching Theon. They're still, like, you know, if you're going to be this kind of a leader... Be this kind of, you know, if you're going to be a leader, be this kind of a leader.
2: That's true, but we're talking about Theon Greyjoy, and the reason no one's actually scared of him and people are just, like, laughing when he walks through places is because he's a total dipshit, demanding (laughs) respect from people. When no one's going to respect you and you're just kind of bubbling around, like, he he had a place where he had respect, and then he went home, and then now he's getting laughed
3: at by a bunch of, you know, saltwater rats. It's ridiculous. How haunting were those words, though, when Roderick says, now you're truly lost? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Roderick's buff, man. That took a couple hacks to get his head off. and his he well, head sucks at swords. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's he's weak. Really, though? I mean, it's bone. I, I never expected a head to cut off, be cut off by anything other than a Ned could do it one in one blow. shot. Ned, yeah. done Ned it had that one big one ass shot. sword, though. <laughs> Ned Ned, Ned that skinny took his guy. sword from the And the, the really, front. really
0: skinny Night's Watch
1: guy. Yeah, the so. malnourished <laughs> Night's Watch
3: guy. did yeah. Ill- <laughs> it in one shot. Yeah, he did. Yeah,
2: whose
1: bones crumbled. Well, um,. Yeah, Theon... I I don't know. I was still... I, I think next... Next hopefully next episode we'll see his father and his sister's response because he had um, the letters that you know were sent and he said and copy my sister send one to her so he really is seeking their approval I it's still don't hate him sorry I still don't I hate him I just love
0: so
4: how you're still on Team Theon through no, all of this just I just I wonder if you're ever gonna t- like if anything will ever make you turn at this point
1: well I'm off steam, I'm off Team Stannis
3: you know what that took so <laughs> That's true. well, true
4: Renly is already dead so
3: well you know who's <laughs> not happy with Theon Rob. Rob is that not. That is having true. Rob, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so for those of us that haven't that haven't read the series, do you think Rob's about to kick some ass? No, no. Okay. Uh, Whose ass? Do you think? The why is, is Rob um, as
2: uh,
1: weak? Can't follow through as Jon Snow was in this episode? Do they have that 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 stark <laughs> weakness for for love of something I undefined? I totally
2: disagree with that though, because Jon is a good man.
0: He is a good yeah. man,
2: yeah. He's not going to take out that hot-ass wildling. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do with a situation like that? Oh, I you get know? it.
1: Look, his men His men gave him one task to do. Come on, really? One one task? What? And no, she, has, uh, she has zero redeeming qualities. Let's okay? be
2: honest here. Let's be honest here, okay? You just don't... Like, th- think about how, how odd that happened. It was like, he takes one look at her, and you could just tell there was so much tension. And you could tell that he definitely was not going to kill her. But they just were like... He was like, "I've got this." They're like, "All right, cool. We'll meet you on top of the mountain." Yeah, what was up with that? I never (laughs) understood that. I think because they just
1: peaced out. I don't get that though. I think they were giving him some, giving him some privacy. I think they were like, "Okay, we know you're new here, out in the wild, where there's no women." We're going to, you know, I really I think, think that that was the situation. Corin knew that he wasn't going to do anything, though. <laughs> I was yeah, going to say did. the same thing. Yeah, he did. I think so he's setting him up to fail. Will they chastise yeah. him if he comes back with her alive? Oh, no, he will I come think back that they
4: alive. were expecting, I think Corin is really setting setting John up to make his own decisions, you know, and whatever, for better or for worse. But
1: there's no place for him on the Night's Watch if he makes his own decisions. Like, what the hell is Corin trying to do to John?
4: Um
2: corn's a badass i mean
4: they can technically like some of the night's watch people have like gone to the whorehouse and stuff yeah quoting from the book (laughs) yeah (laughs) they have done that before so that's not to say if he you know did that he would he would be out of the night's watch but i don't know why i'm trying to be like so you know this is an hbo podcast but you know what i mean um (laughs) he would be out of night's watch that he just can't marry anyone I yeah, I mean,
0: he can go to a whorehouse and screw any girl yeah. he wants, but he just can't take one for his own. Yes, nice, he's so, a virgin. Wow.
4: Cool. Yeah, he is a virgin as well.
0: Well, well so same.
1: when he couldn't kill her the first time, okay, fine, right? But then she ran, and she was really going to get away and go warn somebody and get, like, a whole army to kill them all. Like, that was a big deal. Once he caught her, he should have killed her then. But yeah,
4: that's a bit weird. He's just walking around with her now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's just like, but yeah, then doesn't he need it, her to lead him back to the top of the mountain? Doesn't Isn't he, like, using her to track? his buddies is that the d- yeah okay uh, he's trying to he's trying to
2: uh, fucking no he's a good guy he's trying to fuck he's, it he's, what he, he, <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's no he's he's a good guy and he's he's just you know he's always like said f you to authority and he's always tried to do the 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 right and noble thing
1: isn't there going to be no, a conflict like a serious always- conflict if the knights can't get him to kill a wildling Like, I said he's never killed a woman before, but isn't that a real big deal, a big issue if he can't kill the wildlings who are going to take him and eat his flesh?
2: I think that Jon is seeing past their their quabbles among humans to humans. The series is clearly heading in the direction where we're going to be dealing with things that are a lot worse than I don't like you, you don't like me, but we're all humans. Like, Rob is seeing past that, and he's understanding that they all have a common enemy, which are the White Walkers and the Whites. You mean John? Yeah, sorry, John. (laughs) I can't (laughs) stop doing that. Um, But he's clearly seeing past that, and he's like, okay, well, she's, like, when they have their masks on and their hood and their stupid, like, clothes and their axes... They're savages and I want to kill them. But when she had no axe and she looked up at me, she was this pretty redheaded girl. And I see no reason I should just kill yeah. her because she's walking around, you know? Yeah,
4: and you know that those those dark, curly-haired boys can't resist the redheaded girls.
2: Right. Well, I, I mean, she was... I, think about this. All right, first off, I have complete confidence in why they went to Iceland. Because those sets were just breathtaking. Just perfect for those shots. And, you know, he's walking around this desolate, sort of Nordic, crazy place. And then... You know, look what they find. It's like a, an oasis. It's like they found a whole bunch of, like, warm water, except it's a girl.
4: Yeah, she's kissed by fire,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> as the books say.
2: What about going back
1: something to Rob, was it? As soon as they found about what Theon did, they were like, I always told never tr- trust a Greyjoy. Like, do you always say that? Or is that, like, something, like, off the Brady Bunch? My mom always said, don't play ball now, but she never says
3: it. Well, she says that to him, though, bef- back
1: in, earlier in the season. What, what reasons does she, she have actually? not to trust Theon. Because wasn't he raised, like, as one of them, as everybody else keeps saying?
4: Yeah, but so was Jon Snow, and she also hated Jon Snow.
2: Yeah, we have to understand that in this world that Martin's written, it's less about actual exposure to people. Because, like, chipping off and growing up in a different land and then coming back 15 years later is, like, a normal thing for them. So, Mm. like, experience and friendship and, and that kind of growth, they definitely have always, and we've seen it in the series time and time again... They definitely always put that behind whatever sort of oath and allegiance they have.
4: Yeah, and a lot of loyalties as well are based on what side they took in the Targaryen versus Baratheon War. You know, the last war. And I think that they were probably on opposite sides, yeah.
3: I think that's part of it. And, you know, it gets brought up, I forget who says it. But uh I think Theon actually mentions it, you know, when he's talking to uh R- Sir Roderick about how Ned Stark was responsible for his brother's deaths and that, you know, he fought against Balin and that's why Theon ended up becoming sort of this uh, adopted child. Yeah, I think it's like that Ketelman doesn't true. trust Balin and she doesn't trust, you know, that family as a whole. Not that she doesn't necessarily trust Theon, but we see how quickly he's influenced. Mm. He's just a shithead in this episode. Yeah, know he's it's a turncoat. Horrible. Yeah, but what about Rob though? Like, just, <laughs> did he? How did he not notice this female Frankenstein that's standing next to his mother?
4: <laughs> oh, stop hating on Brienne.
3: <laughs> you guys are so mean.
4: <laughs> oh no.
0: Well, you know, Rob was trying to get <laughs> his name on a little bit with the uh, yeah. sexy field nurse.
4: He totally got cock-blocked by his mother as well. Yeah, that
2: he is, really that did. That was in my notes. Seriously, that was, in was my, that? I like I only took, like, three notes the whole episode. <laughs> the cock-block. I'm going cock to go ahead and read this Clark. line. Ready? <laughs> okay. Rob has got swag, period. Cattle and cock-blocked, period. <laughs> she definitely thinks they sleep together, period. <laughs> Yes. She look. She she walks up, or and, uh, and Rob walks away. Like oh shit! Like you know that moment. Everyone here, their parents has like seen you talking to like a member of the opposite sex growing up, and you're <laughs> like oh shit! Do they think I like them? And he yeah. walks back to his mom. And he's like hey what's going on? She's like oh some shit. Mm, what's going yes. on with you? He's like yeah that's cool. Hey have you <laughs> met um her? She's good. And and Catlin looks up at Rob like yeah she looks pretty attractive. What's going on? Like, oh, I see what's going on here. I was your age once.
4: And we were, of course, as well, introduced in the scene to the fact that Rob is promised to someone else.
2: He made a promise to Argus Vilch that he would marry one of his daughters. <laughs> what, did, what did Mrs.
3: Norris think about that? <laughs> Mrs. Norris had nothing to say. She pursed her lips. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I thought something else was important that came out of that scene, too, was when he was talking with Bolt and saying that, you know, he wanted to go himself and take back Winterfell. What kind of king am I if I can't even protect my own home court? Essentially, sorry, right. I'm in NBA playoff mode. So, <laughs> um, and Bolton yeah. says, "Well, you know, we have the Lannisters on the run. We can't get away from focusing on our our task at hand. I'm going to send a raven to my bastard son and let him go take back Winterfell." <laughs> Oh sorry, I just think about drunk history when Drunk History.
2: You are <laughs> William, my bastard
3: son. Go to You me. are my bastard son. <laughs> take a string. <laughs>
2: I'll link in the show notes. Oh, in, by the uh... way, I mean you don't
3: you don't get much backstory on, on Roos Bolton and, and his bastard son who's Lord of the Dreadford. I don't remember exactly what his title is, but he's kind of a sick individual.
4: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's really funny how in this show they sort of they're making the villains less evil, like, except for Joffrey. Like, right. all the people we're supposed to hate, we we don't really hate them, which I think is weird, because I don't know who to hate S- now.
0: Speak for yourself. <laughs> I, I hate everybody
2: in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, what the hell were we just talking about? I got distracted by Eric. Yeah, yeah, Um, I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, so speaking of soft spots, what about Tywin Lannister? We finally get to talk yeah. about this a little bit more. Does he have this spot for little girls? Little Is that in the book? Like, I don't think so. Because man, so. he was like he didn't even realize when she stole that
0: scroll. L- let man. me let me just say something here. I was scared shitless whenever whenever Lord Baelish was in oh, there with Arya, hell yeah. and I was like, oh my god, he's gonna notice her. He's gonna notice her. He's gonna Do notice. Do you think he did? Exactly. Do you think? Yeah, I think he did.
1: He, it wouldn't be the same in front of Ty, right? Like, oh, you smart, you have Arya. But, I mean, I think he finally is able to track her down, considering what he promised Ketlin, too.
4: In the books, he doesn't know? where she is but at this point i'm um, i that doesn't mean anything in the show yeah, so I, I mean i'm thinking he probably th- does know
0: this whole situation like you guys had said in past couple of weeks has not been in the books no um so anything goes really i mean Baelish could see Arya, and then you know that could get things back on track to where they need to be as
2: far as the book goes we just don't know this is it's just like fanfic it's like i know it works. really is it's
4: <laughs> like an alternate reality but it's, it's cool really though. Bizarre. Like we've been
2: saying it for weeks, but you know, I I I really do love the books uh, from what I've read so far, and I really do love George R. R. Martin's writing style. But these people that are working on the show are trained professionals, and they're kicking ass. With I, I mean, Tywin in this episode, and it really just as reflective as what he's had in the past few episodes, and I really, really like his character in this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've always liked Tywin Lannister the second he was introduced in the show last season it was such a good scene because you get to see just the pure swift intelligence just pouring out of him. He's having sort of a heart to heart with Arya, and he's telling her his backstory and you get another sort of reflect- reflection and sense of importance of how important the family structure is to him and how important his family name is. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like out of most of the characters in the book and the series, all, as far as it's in the TV show, he's the most honest and pure one. Yeah.
4: And, and see, here's, here's the thing. Like for me, and I don't know, maybe, Micah, you have a different perspective, but this is what's what's difficult for me having read the books now because I totally agree with you. I think Tywin in the show is fantastic, and he's kind of likable, you know, like he's a bad guy who's really likable, and he's really intelligent, and he treats Arya nicely, and I really want to like him. And on the other hand, then I have this... Perception of of Tywin Lannister as he quote unquote really is, which is what he is in the book, which is a total bastard. He is a horrible human being that we absolutely hate, and I think for something uh, no spoilers, but I think we're we're uh, really supposed to hate him. And so yeah. for for me watching the show, I'm not like ooh yay. I don't know what's happening next. This is exciting. I'm like I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be feeling right now, and it's a bit too confusing for me. Kind you of the way I mean? that
3: Eric feels about Theon. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, it's different. No,
3: no, I think that's different, because I, I think that a lot of us agree with what Selena's saying about right. Tyron, uh-huh. whereas I don't yeah. think any of us agree with what he's saying about Theon. So. There you go. Sorry, Aaron. There you go. Okay. Uh, oh, okay, okay, so you have more friends. You're
1: ganging up now. Guys. Exactly.
3: <laughs> no, but I liked what you said, Zach. I liked what you pointed out, the fact that he's sitting there talking about how he taught Jamie to read. You could tell that there's some emotional tie to him that... I don't really think you always get to see in the books. It was what Selena was mentioning earlier. Like you could see how much he actually cares about his son, how much he -hmm. he really wants to get his son back. He started a war for
2: him. Yeah. He appreciates that she's a smart cookie. Like smart people can just interact with each other easily. And they just talk because he's a good guy. She's a good girl. And they just rattle about shit. And I know that he's a bad guy in the books. And, and Selena, you were saying that I know that we're supposed to think he's a bad guy and all this shit, but uh, but honestly, not in the show,
4: clearly, because yeah, yeah. he's a Honest, good guy in the show.
2: In the show, there's literally no trace of him being a bad guy. No. Literally. Yeah. But I think like, not, not even once.
4: I think that's kind of... I don't want to say annoying, but I just feel like it's strange because, you know, essentially we are following the books but this particular thing you know what what are we supposed to
1: right in the in the in the conflict of stark versus Lannister, starks are the good guys right no question Ooh. right yes. in the books so well, that means Lannisters are
2: the bad guys plus you got cersei well, it's not and so joffrey much that they're the, the side bad of the guys Lannisters. it's just
4: that they're bad people right i think more than except uh-huh. for obviously the- um tyrion
2: in a lot period. of cases, they're greedy and dishonorable. Yeah. And then you have the flip side. Uh, you have the Starks who live within their means and are right. exactly. totally born on honor. So they're, they're, they they sort of juxtapose each other. And I think it's a really interesting take what they've done with Tywin. I think it adds just more layers to the plot, like throwing Arya in, in the mix with him. And I think ab- above all else, I'm not as focused on the fact that it separated from the books. Like That's, uh-huh. that's not that huge of a deal to me. I'm, I'm more focused on I'm excited because I'm, I'm interested. I want to know what direction they plan on going with it because I think it might be interesting.
4: But it's just like, imagine... Okay, I'm not going to keep talking about this forever, I promise. But just imagine, say, that in... Let's let's take Harry Potter because <laughs> it's the common denominator. Um, if they went... Who can I compare him to? Say that they took... Um,
1: Malfoy? Oh, Lucius
4: Malfoy? Lucius Malfoy. Yeah, that's it. there you go. Perfect. They took Lucius Malfoy and in the books he's obviously really creepy and really mean and you know some people like him but he's ultimately a really really rotten guy and if they did what they've done to Tywin and decided that he's actually gonna be really nice to Harry and he's gonna be like Harry I'm gonna tell you about my father and you know you're really smart and it would just it, it it's it just makes no sense
3: yeah that's because the, it...
4: more than anything you're left with mm. just the question of okay so what am I supposed to think about this guy now?
3: But I think you get more character development out of Tyler. Oh,
4: definitely. You get to see how
3: alone he is. His wife is dead. I
4: love the change. His father's
3: dead. You know, Mm -hmm. his son is captured. And... You know, look. The, the only one that he has any faith in right now is the son that he's never really shown much respect for his mm-hmm. entire life, and that's tear. You know, it
1: just doesn't. It, it's going to fall through. She's not thinking this out. Like if you're going to have a co- if you're going to have a cover story, well, she's like. But, a I tiny mean, she's kid, she's though. smart in some right. aspects. In other aspects, she's like just asking to be f- caught and found out. Like she's in the lion's den.
2: <laughs> I think mm-hmm. she's. I think she's, she's like overperform for her age. I think she's definitely over overperform for her age. She's in
1: a bad. She's in a tough uh, situation, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she didn't have, if she did not have the yeah. guy to save her, you know, to kill people for, her, she would have been in deep shit.
3: The super assassin. The yeah, he was super assassin. Essentially, <laughs> he's <laughs> like channeling the Avengers or something. Uh, that was yeah. my. That was my <laughs> other bit of notes. This is. Oh, I, no. this, this,
2: here's my notes on this scene. Ready? All right, in caps, I have. Sweet hiding spot, because she's sprinting through the whatever you would call that place, the courtyard, and then she's running, and then she just hides behind a wall. <laughs>
3: right, and the he, guy goes
2: halfway. He goes, he goes to the wall and just looks straight, like shit. <laughs> she's gone. Like I just excellent hiding well, spot. How smart is he? Already. Can't read either. It so <laughs> matter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, when she was, when she, and then my other note right after that is also in caps, and it just says. That was the shit, period. So, good assassination.
3: (laughs) You see, like, a dart blower? Yeah, the blue dart. Yeah, it's from the jungle or something.
4: I think he has magic.
2: He still had Lannister Red on it, which was daunting. Mm. And Ty
3: was just like, Like, guard. Guard, come on, guard! Clean yet, up this other dead guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't
3: seem he too upset or too panicked. No, dude, he is so stressed out. You've got his
2: kid. He's fighting a war that he necessarily didn't even really want to get into. And like, and he's it's it's lose it's 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 going south. He's got an incestual king at home. That's his family. Like everything's falling apart for this guy. And I just. The way they've really set him up in the show is they've kind of made him totally ir- uh, not responsible for every bad thing another Lannister has done like uh, Jamie, Cersei, um I forget what's his name. He's got a blonde Joffrey? head and he's uh, dumb. Yeah, Jaime. John. Yeah. Wow. Jo- or Joffrey. wow. Joffrey. Wow. Sorry, I didn't take he's my notes. He's got blonde hair
1: and he's dumb. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Thanks. Just, well, yeah, his I, I
2: hair just might just have a little there's... brown in it though in this episode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because they've allowed Arya to like him because of like he shows and he has since they first like started that scene or, or started her cut bearing with him one of the first dialogues with him and his compadres in that room was he was saying listen we underestimated Robb Stark he actually is a badass so from like right. day one she was like this guy isn't so bad like it's I'm just uh, confused I, 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 don't I don't know what so. they're what do you I'm mean don't think? So? No, no, no. no. I don't
0: think she's thinking like that. I think she's thinking with her head and, and saying, you know, remembering her courtesies and agreeing with him because she doesn't want to be killed and she doesn't want to be found out.
2: You gotta watch this episode. I think again, there's man, almost man, a mutual she,
3: respect between the two of them.
2: Yeah. She definitely started a dialogue with him this week and they definitely were having a heart to heart. Like she was stealing a piece of paper, but she was still having a conversation with him. She gave a shit.
0: Maybe I could agree if it, it was some kind of mutual respect if he knew who she was.
3: But isn't that part of it, though? The, the fact that she's yeah. so good at deceiving? I, I don't know. Like I feel like – imagine her story no, if she was it's, stuck at King's Landing.
0: She's so good at deceiving because she's eight years old and she's a girl with her hair chopped off. And he really doesn't know, you know who she is or what she looks like or – Anything like that, or, or no, he I, knows. I, I'm
2: talking about Arya. I
4: don't think he knows who she is.
2: I think he knows. I think he knows. Do you? I think yeah. he, if
4: he if he knew, I think he'd have, like, he'd have done something.
2: What I what I mean to say is, I don't think that he knows she is Arya Stark. I think that okay. he knows she definitely is not a, a stonemason's daughter. Because actually,
4: she, now that you mention it, it's probably the same as you know when Rob said to that girl in the camp, he's like, "I can tell you're a lady." yeah exactly T-
2: tywin lannister has been at this kind of shit for a while he's a smart cookie he's like okay well she lied about this uh, he's like oh stonemason is your dad that's cool i never heard of one that could read you know like mm. he was just questioning her he was just like okay
1: is it like an ant under a magnifying glass kind of thing or like the other thing is maybe he doesn't need to know who <laughs> she is because he right now he's lonely like he wants the company is that uh, is that what it is? Like no, that makes I mean, him seem really like who she was, you know, then, more human like than ever. Earlier, he'd but, be trading her ass like right now for Jamie. That's a tremendous tactical yeah. advantage. That's a tremendous advantage to have Robb Stark, your yes. your enemy's little sister. That, um, I think you're
4: right, Zach. I think that he probably doesn't know that she's Arya Stark, but it's very likely that he's waiting for her to reveal herself.
2: Well, why do you think that he's kept her so close and that he's mm-hmm. been so kind and resourceful? Like, I think that if anything that may be the reveal that happens like he was it I was like a whole that. sort a of theory. front you know what i mean like it was a whole yeah. front i think that that may be the only way they spin it that there's going to be a moment where tywin lannister disappoints us and does something like cuz you have to understand they're doing this for a tv audience and they're they're building this guy up f- for us to like him and so maybe at the end of the season is when he's going to be like a few guys and he does some shit mm-hmm. and like trades arya out or does some stuff like that like I don't know, I feel like I feel like they're definitely setting it up for a moment like
3: that. I don't know how exactly, but it could be interesting. Yeah, I feel like he likes her though because she can match him almost wit for wit. Like she always has a great response to give him that's so you know intellectual in nature that oh, it yeah, matches was- her. I'm sorry, it matches him, yeah. and he's just kind of – he likes the challenge of having this conversation with her. Yeah, yeah. like this the, week they, in the episode, she, he was like, well,
0: how did your father die? And she said,
1: well, he was loyal. The thing about Charles Dance, okay, cause I've seen him in, in, in pretty much one other thing, actually two other things. Um, but the first thing I ever saw him in was a movie called The Last Action Hero. And you oh, guys I love may remember. Th- you may remember this. Okay, he Arnold Cyrus he?
2: No, um, uh, what was the guy's name? What's his name? I don't know. It's not important. He Benedict.
1: Was Benedict. Okay, guy oh, with guy with one eye. Same thing. Um, same thing. Yeah. Okay, but look. He was a villain in that film, and, and I, I recommend you guys all have to see this movie. It's, kind it's of like Netflix. It's a wishful film, and it's kind of like w- w- what all kids That's want That's another
3: Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, isn't it? Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. in it, but <laughs> these plays... movies come up on the show <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Arnold, needs to, Arnold needs to be cast in <laughs> the, on the, the chopper.
0: Okay. Now.
1: Watch uh, okay. uh,
0: it You have to get out of here. They're okay. trying to kill you. He would have been, like, <laughs> that been hard a That would have been a hard.
1: tremendous, like... <laughs> Step down for Schwarzenegger from governor of California. His first role, but
3: the steroids probably wouldn't have helped to do horse big scene. This is
2: not still steroids. <laughs> <from> Austrian. <laughs> Speaking of death, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about that riot that happened in old Kingsland. Right. Talk
0: about how the hound just ripped somebody's intestines out with his bare hands,
4: or how that poor woman got her arm ripped off.
2: No, it wasn't the woman. It was the it was the it was the the priest that was wishing oh. myself myself off. Oh,
4: that's I'm, true. Looked I'm like pretty sure. I think you're right.
2: The crone didn't do any mean justice. I thought it was the
1: woman because you see that, that you see those guys call that woman, and all of a sudden there's like an arm, and it seemed to be well shaven. So I don't know. I
2: don't know. I don't it had a it. sleeve on it. I'm not sure. I don't know. Guys, tell us on Twitter. <laughs> anyway, or someone got yeah. ripped off. Someone got his arm <laughs> ripped off. <No, up>. <laughs> Did that someone. whole scene not just start happening w- w- just so fast? They just walk through the door and look around, and everyone's like, "Hey!" It was really terrifying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they- <sighs> Like
1: to the, like passageways that don't involve walk public. Cause I'm saying, like, even when there's no riots going on, those walls were, you know, those narrow corridors were not very defendable. It's not strategically the most optimal place to be when a riot occurs. That's mm. true.
4: But it's probably the only way. I mean, it's <laughs> not like general, they have a train
1: going yeah. from
0: the. You know? you know wherever they were
3: <laughs> like a zeppelin <laughs> just picks them I up. i don't remember the layout of king's landing from the books i don't know if you do at all selena but i i feel like there there have been those <laughs> moments where the, they're describing these scenes where the uh this royal family has to kind of go through the common folk to get to where they need to go so yes
4: yeah i mean that's definitely the the way that king's landing is 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 that the town is basically on one side it's it's the um, the harbor, then the town, and the castle is kind of removed up a little bit. And then the other side, there's like a, a backside of where it mm-hmm. goes into, that, I think, just the sea. But so to get to the harbor, they basically have to go through the town. And I think they also do it because they want to show, you know, they want to let the people see them kind of thing. You know, this is a royal procession, and they're sending off the princess. They expect the whole town to come and wave goodbye.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Do you guys – how do you think the guy feels – the 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 kid who was like jeering at his friend and dared him to throw a piece of shit
4: oh yeah. he's probably dead now
2: how do you think he feels no he was up top he was up top right then they throw it from up top oh
4: right well, he up probably on... feels like
1: shit <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pumped
2: that's a you know that's a shitty thing
1: to do that really
2: shitty sorry thing it's to do, late guys. it's all
1: I got Let's just get all jokes out you
2: know <laughs> really funny we just got all these shit quips yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's
0: good. he hit off that. Him. I was like oh shit uh-huh. yeah you were I just yeah. thought
3: that whole
2: riot just started like decompressing so quickly and that's pretty much how it happened like mob psychology took over and they were just yeah. like every when, when that happened when whatever person fell it was exactly like two scenes from two zombie movies put together it was exactly like Shaun of the Dead and it was exactly like the original Resident Evil yes. film when he gets pulled into the elevator and then the other guy gets pulled out of the window yeah, it, like, mi- and- mixed them together it was crazy
4: and stuff like that just makes me lose faith in humanity I mean that was disgusting
2: I, I think Obviously it was cool it was TV. because it painted the, the, the picture of how primal people can get when they just don't, like, when they're at their wit's end. And, and we mm. often forget that we are, we are animals. We are beasts, too. Like, we still operate off of our lower brain just the same as all these other animals. You know, we haven't evolved past that. We've been here for 100,000 years. So, like... We're still using fight or flight, so when shit goes down, we're just gonna rip arms. Off we're just gonna we could easily rip, yeah. rip an arm off if we tried
1: wow. to. Pretty you easy.
3: Know? Oh yeah.
4: But, <laughs> I'm fighting the earth time. But how about time. Tyrion? You know,
3: talking about instincts. You know, look, he knew something was gonna happen. He he's purposefully sent mm. Tommen back. Well, he saw it. Ha- he saw. It. He was like, oh, this doesn't look good.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
4: Yeah. Why didn't they and just go that way? Yeah. I don't Tommen know. Because. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think maybe if they all went they would follow them but I think Tyrion recognizes that out of well, all of them Tommen is the one that most deserves saving. Yeah,
0: well, he's mean, a
2: child, yeah.
0: Uh,
4: Tyrion li- nice. literally
0: didn't give a shit about Joffrey and somebody else, you know, no. really did. So No,
4: <laughs> the only people that Tyrion cared about were Tom Tommen and, San- and Sansa. Right they were innocent.
2: When they finally got into whatever sort of anti-chamber that separated them from all the crazy people outside and Tyrion and Joffrey started to have their dialogue, I felt like that was a really great moment because we've sort of built up to where Tyrion just is like, you know what? I'm just going to give you some shit. I'm just going to tell you how much you're (laughs) sucking, you know? It was. It was nice mm-hmm. to finally hear him tell him how bad of a king he was.
1: He's just, yeah, he's just like. And we got another impact. Whenever slap. I feel
2: like hitting you, I am just gonna hit you from now on. Okay. <laughs> that poor kid has gotten hit more <laughs> times on this show. I know. Yeah, he's like, go get Sansa, and then he's like, I only listen to the king, and the king's like, no, just leave her, right? And, mm-hmm. and I just, I don't know that. To me, and I and mean, you guys, you know, you, we brought up just now the the scene of the birthday present scene where the girls are slapping each other with stuff. Um, that just doesn't hold a candle to how brutally fucked up this attempted rape scene was. I mean, this, like, that's the kind of shit that bothers me. I was like, whatever, Like, like, this, this... I mean, I, I don't care because I'm I'm, a, I'm an adult and I understand that it's totally fake and it's television. You know, I shoot stuff and I know how much people laugh between awkward shit like this. It was it was intense. They cut that so well. The whole sequence and the music and the acting was 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 great.
4: yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah,
2: It was terrifying to us that haven't read the books. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. asking the people that are listening to the podcast as well. So that I'm just really me, Terrence and Eric and the podcast listeners. Did you guys think that she was actually going to get raped and that would be part of the story? Because I kind of did for a moment there. I didn't think she was going to get saved.
0: Yeah, there was a there was a moment where I thought that that would happen, but I also I also didn't think that they would take it that far on TV. You know, I didn't think that they would take it as far as her getting raped because we see that she's you know, as you said, Zach, she's just this little girl still at the end of the day, and I don't think that they're going to be showing that that kind of
2: Right. Well, don't, don't let TV. that fuel your decision, I guess, then. Or, or maybe it does. But for me, objectively watching it, I mean, I've seen – I mean, there are tons of different kinds of scenes like this in different films and television shows. So all that aside – I thought that that was kind of a, a weird plot twist that they were going to go in a direction. Man, of. it's but like HBO like, I think... now. Now it's just totally crumbling. Like uh, she's a battered girl now. Yeah. Everyone hates Joffrey. People are dying. Like we're about to see a, like a war almost in itself inside of King's Landing before
3: those people even get there. But it was important, I think, for the Hound to to be the one to rescue mm-hmm. her because we've seen this growing mm-hmm. relationship between the two of them ever since last season when Sansa has that moment where she's thinking of pushing Joffrey off the uh that bridge or whatever it was when he was showing her her father's head and uh he also called her little yeah. bird which is something that he refers mm-hmm. to her a, a lot in the uh in the second book what
0: meaning like she's innocent what what do we think that means little
3: it means bird.
4: that she sings to basically someone else's tune like it means that she's just really really good at repeating whatever songs they want her to sing you know like a cage songbird
2: no i i feel like the show is playing down their relationship for a reason and i'm not sure why yet because it's more developed in the books um i, I feel like in, in the show like selena you just referenced that scene but mm-hmm. i I don't think that many people that and, and like i said like, let me know guys but um i don't think that many people that aren't familiar with the books and that don't have friends that are filling them in with information from the books, I don't mm-hmm. believe Don't that listen many, to this podcast. <laughs> right. I don't believe that many of those people would gather a connection between the Hound and Sansa. Moreover, they would gather that the Hound is just a good guy deep down. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I mean that's just another thing where at this point we just sort of have to go, okay, well maybe they're not gonna have a connection in the show. It would just be a shame. Because it is again when one of the great things about the books that, that that see that's the thing is that when there's something really great in the book you want to see it on the screen and then it doesn't happen you're like oh
2: <laughs> it's a trade it's a trade-off yeah 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 mm-hmm. speaking of trade-off there was a there was a very there was an attempted trade-off and when I say attempted trade-off I mean there were attempted trade-offs plural uh, but t- time and time and again uh, you know we, 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 we go further into the episode and you know just no one wanted to give Daenerys a boat. That's all she wanted was a few all boats. she is a boat. But she didn't make a very this?
4: good case for herself, did
1: she? She really didn't. They're like you and what army? And she's like, I, when well, did I tweet, I did I tweet
2: you? I, I, sometime- <laughs> I tweeted you earlier today, trolling the hell yeah. out of Selena. How do you feel yeah. about Daenerys this episode? Hmm?
4: God, yeah, it was. It was. It's very, very hard to be on Team Daenerys. At the moment, I think because she is just acting like a spoiled brat. I'm sorry. I agree. I'm told, I told the Daenerys you, fans. I, agree. I told you. Uh, but she's <laughs> not in the book, though.
2: <laughs> I know. Well, look at right. Tywin. <laughs> he's a total teddy bear now. Too. She's got all the. she has got all the cool Tyler things. Tywin, teddy, <laughs> <laughs> teddy, <laughs> wow. teddy bear. Well, that's the name of this week's episode. <laughs> uh,
3: but, wow. No, I, I agree with Zach, It it ties back to what you were saying in the last episode, and. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about this before, and it's just the whole I'm Daenerys Stormborn... It yeah. doesn't get you anywhere. Like, shut up. Like, it's not a good argument mine. anymore. Uh, yeah. I Nobody know.
4: cares. And she hasn't, like, taken out her dragons yet, which well, doesn't somebody, make any sense. Uh, yeah, someone has. Somebody but
0: decided they wanted to go for a walk, so. It's you know. her <laughs>
4: only card. It's the only thing she has. And, the, like, she's just been hit, hiding them away in the tower going, oh, and then I walked into the fire and I had these eggs. But it's like, where are they?
0: Well, you know what's it's funny been... is she hid them away in a tower. And now somebody took them <laughs> and taken to them a to a, a different tower, I believe. Different tower. Dragons <laughs> love towers.
2: What is that tower? Right, exactly. (laughs) When I saw this, when I watched this, um, and I I felt like this was coming for a while. I mean, even from way into last season. And it's kind of comforting because I sometimes like I'm like, oh, okay, I can. I'm good with words. I can speak well. But um, I couldn't even get close to how well the Spice Trader just told Daenerys within like three or four sentences why she doesn't have this claim like I was trying to to say it last week and I was trying to explain I was you know Selena and I were having that dialogue about whether or not she's like honorable or if she's doing anything worthwhile or if she's just being spoiled it was awesome but he said he said it so much better he's like that one line where he says if you did not sit on it yourself then you could not retake the Iron Throne he was like when did you leave Westeros she's like oh when I was when I was a baby and he's like yeah Okay, like no one's going to know you when you go there. No one's going okay, to care.
4: But if that is the case, then the only person who has a legitimate claim to the throne right now is
1: Joffrey. Cuz he sat the Iron Throne. That's but but that's <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think that's, well, yeah. I
2: don't think I don't think that's the issue though. I think we we are in a, a a landscape where it is understood that people should retake the throne because some shit's going down. All right. I'm saying <laughs> is that and and all he was saying was um even if you do have a rightful claim, a no one's going to care, and b it is not my uh-huh. problem. I'm not going to give you half of my wealth so you can go do shit. I don't even know you. I met you literally three days ago. Yeah. you know what?
4: And and I think that's the then another like thing that, that we're sort of missing in the show is that the point of of Daenerys is, is that she is the mother of dragons. Like that's the whole reason she is special. It's not right. because she's Targaryen. It's not because she's going to retake what is mine. You right. know, it's because she is like this, pro- in some ways, prophesized return of the great Targaryen line. And she she's not crazy. She's all, And she has the dragons. It's so the return of the dragons that's the big thing about her. And she's just yeah. hiding them but, away.
1: Well, this, the spice but, traders still called her
0: a bad... But that's why I'm on her side, is because she has dragons. Mm. I mean, come yeah, on, whenever dragons. they grow, whenever they get bigger, yeah. <laughs> uh, whenever they grow and whenever no, that's they get the bigger... Thing, I mean, too. I, I mean,
3: if she had three full-grown dragons, she probably would have been able to get a couple ships, let's be realistic. Should... She wouldn't need I, ships. Yeah. She wouldn't just need fly fly ships. the ships. Uh, yeah, I mean, she could exactly. just hang out yeah. and just watch them do stuff. Well, that's the thing, though, <laughs> is that... I think we're getting to a point now with her where you're seeing her in this foreign land and she travels more and more. They don't care as much about what's going on in, in back in the Seven Kingdoms. You know, mm-hmm. they live in a completely different world, so to speak. And th- what happens over there doesn't necessarily impact what's happening, you know, aside from trade and other things like that, in the world in which we live in, like in this case in Karth. So... Why should the Spice King give a rat's ass about Daenerys right. and her claim, quote unquote, to the Iron Throne?
2: What What I'm gathering from this is not that just people of Karth, and not that just smart people like the Spice Trader, are telling her sorry. I think you're going to say Spice care. Girls
4: every single uh, time you say Spice. Well, I'm sorry.
2: Well, it's like you're reading my mind. It's all I can think about. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's. It's the writers, like I said, I feel like they saw it like I did from the book and that's the way they've written her character and -hmm. they're using her as a device to to tell a very overarching theme that goes across the books and the TV show which is all of these people are so self-centered and worrying about why they should be here, how they're doing this and no one is really thinking about the ominous threat that this long winter is coming and that now the dragons are coming. It's just like... Right. There are things that are much bigger than their small small squabbles happening and I don't care if you are the mother of dragons because I just don't give a shit about dragons like <laughs> I I work on the dock and I go home to my family and blah blah, blah. like people it's not important but everyone is they all they care about is their own plight that they have happening and we had to see, all of these starving people in this city that have been ignored by a young king because all he worries is worried about is winning this war and making people that are mean to him and say bad things about him pay. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not about the yeah. humanity, which is which is I feel like when we get later into the series, we're going to see everyone pay the price for that because mm. humanity will be, you know, in trouble. Yeah.
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My
2: question my question here is um,
0: you know, after all of the khalasar or what's left of them gets pretty much slaughtered. <laughs> Where the I hell know. was Sir Jorah throughout <laughs> trying
2: all this? To get some ships. So they killed know. all the blood of her blood. So they, their blood sleep. is everywhere. I was like, oh, man.
1: <laughs> well, he's pretty yeah. Sir getting some ships. Get- he's getting some
2: ships. She challenged him last week on last week's episode. so he's, like, he's probably
4: just sad somewhere.
2: He's trying to prove his love to her.
4: But no, I was going to say, okay, this is one of... Two th- I feel like I'm just the person on the show that brings these things up now, but this was one of two major things in this episode that were wildly different from the books, like wildly, so you can't possibly ignore them and be like, oh yeah, it's cooler. Because, <laughs> in like, first of all, like her Kalasar doesn't die. Like, her whole, her, it seems like all her people except Jora and her blood rider and possibly the girl the Westeros girl who
3: teaches her how to uh, because uh, she wasn't
4: dead yeah exactly
2: the hot one or the annoying one the hot one
4: Uh, the hot one the oh, okay, annoying yeah. one died I think uh, but it seems like <laughs> yeah, except did. for them like they're all dead
2: <laughs> I swear <laughs> to god in that scene when she walks in there <laughs> and you see her dead on the floor I thought I swear I thought they were going to walk up to her and like say like who did this and I swear I thought she was going to be like it is known <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, just, I felt annoying. like it was going to happen. Yeah.
4: Uh huh. But then and then they take Daenerys' dragons into the tower. And that. It, no. Did that happened. No one takes her dragons. No, no, it doesn't happen. That's what
3: I thought. I was watching. I'm like, where and did this go? They
4: co- can't take. Who did it? Captain Creepyface? Maybe Jora did it. God. But it's just so stupid because she, they would not be able to get her dragons. If they could just take her dragons from her, that makes her completely redundant.
0: Well, guys, I mean, I think it's safe to say this season they're really staring away from the book and I know, things but, are going. But this yeah, but makes no cool. sense. <laughs> it's cool, though. And, um, it'll tie in. It'll where tie are they in. going? Did you like hear
4: it. how like the, the dragons, they sounded like babies crying at the end? Yeah. It was a really cool, really eerie noise, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, they're trying to nap. That's what I. That's exactly what happens when I get woken up.
0: That is that so? Who was taking them,
2: Captain Creepy think? Face? That's my my money's uh, that
0: <laughs> yeah. right? That's <laughs> what came to my mind.
2: <laughs> I feel like this was the lamest cliff cliffhanger ending out of the whole out of all the episodes we've had so far. I was just kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, our dragons are gone.
0: Yeah, but I wanted to see more. I just wanted to see more.
2: Uh, more, uh, whoa, but, uh, more. You Are you know, talking about Theon and Little Miss? <laughs> yeah,
3: that's what I was say. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, I mean, it was very distinguishable. Grunt. Yeah, I mentioned. This I wasn't to, sure. I mentioned this to you earlier, Zach. Theon, he he does well
2: for himself. Yeah, you did mention <sighs> that to me. We had a good conversation. <laughs> no, I just uh, just to touch on that really quick. I was really disappointed that it went so quickly from the doc and um wherever they were in the Iron Islands and then already sacking um Winterfell because yeah. I really did want to see the sea bitch, like the ship. I just thought that would have been a funny thing. Like I, I just, and then we never got to see it. So if you're yeah. listening to the show, people who make the show, uh, listening to this show, people who make that show, um, let the sea bitch go to where the rest of the dead people are. They can yeah. their vessel to get to the island.
0: <laughs> Will we see the sea bitch in the Battle of Blackwater Bay? Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know, Micah.
0: No. no. Okay.
2: Wait. Hold on. I, from this point on, and I need Eric and I need Terrence on my side on this one. I'm Micah and Selena. They have very little clout because <laughs> it's
0: God, true. Damn Anything it, the whole happen.
2: series is different now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I agree. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. It's making me very uncertain. Now, Eric, you're really the only one that has, like, you're you're (laughs) the one who's legit now because you have an opinion that's neither in support. You disregard what happens in the books and in the show. (laughs) You like Theon Greyjoy. (laughs) So you're kind of like the surviving person that has no, like, inner battles with these characters. How does it feel?
1: It feels feels pure.
0: Well, we know who's not pure. It's Asha. (laughs) Oh, Asha.
1: Okay, but, like, you know, there's this big... Thrust on on her not on wildlings not having an allegiance. <laughs> thrust on her. Just, <laughs> the, the, thrust on It, her. Is, it nice. is it is thrusted Bust that wildlings thrust. can, yeah. cannot be trusted. But okay, so she does have an allegiance now. Like would that not? I guess what that means. Okay, either she's on the side of Bran right and the Starks and she cares about Winterfell because she obviously mm. aided in their escape, or. Despite Theon taking Winterfell, she still believes the real advantage is to assisting Bran and the Starks and Winterfell. So, which which of mm. one of those is it? Right. Well,
4: I'm not going to give you an answer because we clearly don't know.
1: Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. that she doesn't. But just I think drop I do know. for everybody, right?
2: Listen. All right. Listen. Let's give her a little bit. Of, let's give her a little bit of room here. I think she is not the first girl to spread her legs for someone on this show to get a little bit of advancement, right?
1: That is true. I mean, she just wanted a distraction, right? And.
0: But why? The way she killed that guy. Theon. Dude, the way- oh my God. Oh, he, fell, he
1: fell right Tarant, for it.
0: Terrence, you jealous? He fell right for it. Yes, I know. Okay, yeah, I'm jealous. Okay, that's the first thing.
2: <laughs> I'm jealous. Okay, but dude. Did you listen, just get it out? <laughs> I'm sure that Theon would oblige if he had enough to drink. I'm Number sure.
0: Number two, Le- Theon has been. <laughs> Theon. The- Theon has said what every Harry Potter fan has wanted to these past, what, seven, eight years is. Here I, comes- w- I wonder what's under those okay. robes. I always <laughs> wonder what she had
2: the, under the, there. The
1: thing is, like, okay, um, so she may be on the p- brand side, right? She aids in his escape by creating a diversion. Mm-hmm. But there's mm-hmm. sleeping Theon Greyjoy next to her, and she doesn't kill him with whatever it is she killed the guard with a couple seconds later. Okay?
3: Right. She doesn't
1: kill Theon. She has the opportunity to really set things right in Winterfell, to be perfectly honest. Because Theon's dead, okay, his men are going to go home like hang the first that minute. is true
4: but i think that maybe, is a good point maybe she is sort of out for herself a little bit too like just in case something fails with the brand plan like she wants to make <laughs> sure she doesn't bran get bran the brand plan
2: listen i know that it's a little outlandish guys but i think that there may be some people left in westeros that even have a shred of morality and she just didn't want to kill somebody because what's the point dude
1: that's true it could if be true. bran Brand.
2: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just got to... It. It, and it's the same reason that she decided to, to to help these people that she grew close with over the over the past few months while all these wars have been going yeah, on. Is like it those like those Helsinki
1: Syndrome? Is it like, you know, she feels like she owes them something?
2: Isn't that Stockholm Syndrome? Is
1: it? Helsinki Syndrome. They say stock Stockholm,
3: <laughs> you hear Helsinki.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, can, uh, you, can you point him out on a map? I didn't think so. I can.
3: <laughs> I, could, I <laughs> can point <laughs> out Helsinki. And I know that she can. Uh, no, I just think she's strategic though too. I mean, look at how Theon is able to figure her out right at the very beginning of the episode because he thinks that by giving her a sword she's going to put it right through his neck um you know, and then with why not kill him? what if it goes wrong? You know what if she tries yeah. to kill him and she ends up getting killed herself, or a guard comes in after she kills him and finds the body, and they can't get out in time? You know there's a million to one things that could go wrong whereas she just slips out of bed. You know, she's trying to, somebody said just before, create a diversion so that Bran and Rickon and and Hodor and everybody else can kind of get away when there's still that opportunity. There's one thing, Selina, that you put in here that is kind of interesting because I wonder what they're going to do and if they're going to incorporate these characters into next season somewhere. we'll never know. No? And we will never know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, so they're obviously in a Clash of Kings, but... They're not in the TV show. I, I don't know.
4: This is the other big, big difference in this episode. Was that yeah? They see. I mean, Jojen and Mira Reed. They're basically um, two children who are uh, part of like this. Yeah, this community of swamp dwellers who eat frogs. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and they befriend basically Bronn, and, and during the long siege of Winterfell, which you know they skipped, and. <laughs> And basically what happens is that when they do this whole big escape thing with Asha, they also bring Mira and Ricken, no, and um and Jojen, and the reason that this matters is because of something that we cannot spoil and we cannot even give hints because we do not want to be spoil spoiling, spoiling on the show, but it's very significant for the future that these two characters are in the show and unless they're planning to completely replace them with Asha, but even that wouldn't make sense because it matters mm. who they are right. and what they can do. So, I mean, there are some theories that they're gonna just going to bring them in, in season three, because there's been, I mean, there's still time for them to join this season, but there, there've been no casting announcement. There hasn't been anything, but I would think that out of all the changes they made, cutting the reeds would make the least sense. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know what you think, Micah.
3: Yeah, no, I agree, because they're crucial to the plot for certain characters that we've already
1: mentioned
2: moving forward. You guys want to talk about the preview?
1: Sir Jorah was like, I'm so sorry, my lady. And then that was it. It was like, that was all I remember. I was just like, man, you're on my shit list. And
4: Daenerys was like, give me my dragons! Give me my dragons, go find
1: them. And he's like, yeah, I
2: will.
4: She's like a petulant child. (laughs) Uh, I'm so over Daenerys
2: Oh god This is the best thing That's ever happened to me (laughs) 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 And with that I think we should start Talking about our Owns of the week Uh, How do we get back To Daenerys (laughs) I don't know know. Those things happened (laughs) Um, Obviously you guys Know by now If you have been Listening to the show but a little thing we like to do on this here podcast, Game of Owns, is find the thing that happened in this latest episode that we're discussing that, to our very substandard opinions, in some cases, me, uh, like last week, um, <laughs> owned the most. And um, we, we did a little bit of a Q&A, um, gathering some stuff from you guys on Twitter and Facebook today, which we will uh, read off of some of them after we do our
3: owns for this week. I'm actually, I mean, there's so many that you could pick from this week, and... I always think Tyrion's the easiest one to go to, but I'm <laughs> going to actually go to Bran when he says to Theon, did yeah. you hate us the whole time? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man.
4: Mm. My own of the week was the city <laughs> of uh, King's Landing owning Joffrey and, you know, the
1: armed people. Well, my own is uh, Tywin opened up to Arya, told, him, told her about his dad. He, like, made a choice about that whole thing, that decision to... Open up, and I think he's lonely. I don't know, but it was known because it was absolutely awesome to learn who he is as a person.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna pick from the from the easy one uh, this week, and Tyrion, and we've had vicious kings, <laughs> and we've had idiot kings, but I don't think we've ever had a vicious idiot king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow,
2: that was very spirited. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. Um, let me think. Okay. There were uh, Micah, you're so right. There are so many good owns in this episode. So many good ones. It's hard to like land on one. But um, yeah. are we still like? Do we still like funny owns? Is that still a thing? Or are yeah. we going okay, yeah.
3: okay. We need, we need right. to lighten it up a little bit. All,
2: All right. Well, Got- I'm just gonna. Can I read off a few preliminary ones sure. to really just wor- work up to my favorite one? Okay. Yeah. All right. First off, I think that this would easily be the funniest. But I'm not going to go the easy route. But let's just say that. Catelyn Cockblock and Rob was pretty ownworthy. Uh-huh. She just walked she just walked up, and that could be funny if you if you say it right. <laughs> um I think that when the spice trader was like good day and just walks up the stairs away from Daenerys, like totally shows his back to her. <laughs> like he literally did that. I thought that I was like, Oh shit, that's crazy. And then, you know, Tywin, when he was like, My cupbearer can read better than you.
4: Yeah, that was a good. <laughs> that one. was
2: pretty awesome. But I think my favorite would have to come from uh, core and Halfhand around just the beginning of the episode. I was, you know, you're watching the TV show. You're not expecting that you're just like, you know, something like this is going to happen, right? This is right to the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's like this. There's, we're in we're in falling action after what Theon's just done to to Chops, and so we're sitting, <laughs> and I'm just watching the TV, and core and Halfhand says to his bros in the Night's Watch, he, he's like. We've got to find these goat fuckers before nightfall. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was the funniest thing. That was just the best shit. I'm surprised that none of you guys tweeted or Facebooked that line to us. I don't
4: even remember uh, that line. I must have missed it. There's,
2: that, it, one, there's it. that one by Tyrion. just made me cry.
0: I was laughing so hard. He goes, and now I've struck a king. Has my hand fallen from my fist? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was crying whenever I heard that.
2: Last night on Twitter and today on Facebook, we, uh, we, we said, hey, guys, listen to the show. Why don't you get in on the uh, the own action with us because, you know, this roundtable is only better if it's bigger and it includes you guys that listen to the show. So we asked you guys what you thought your favorite owns were, and we got kind of a, a nice little selection back, kind of a mosaic of human beings, wouldn't you guys say?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we really okay, did.
1: Okay, so uh, Larry the Wombat says uh, for his own of the week – Sir Roderick's neck
0: totally owned Theon. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Yes>. true. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, there was one by Toko Masho, and they said, uh, I'm just trying to get comfortable, was pretty good. And that was hmm. with uh, reference with Igrit uh, uh, and, and Jon Snow. Yeah, that was a good one. She good. owned him. Yeah, it's she Completely really owned him.
4: Okay, well, I've got one from Amanda Kelly, who wrote that uh when Tyrion slaps Joffrey again like a boss other than that (laughs) I'm still waiting for you know nothing Jon Snow and so am I unless they change it you never know
2: (laughs) (laughs) I had to give an honorable mention to the left lane who says Tyrion's little imp slap on Joffrey is a given but with the hound ripping a man's guts out with his hands as a major own it gets an honorable mention because you capitalized own and it looks cool so there's that uh, I think I'm going to have to go with, I don't know how to say this, and don't oh, hate me because I don't know how to say this, but I think it's Maqil and you definitely don't look like a Maqil You could be a Maqil Again, I don't even know what that is, but you said, well, Tyrion slapping Joffrey was great, but I also like Ygritte's wiggle. She was totally owning Jon, and I would have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah. to agree. Dude, her hips weren't lying that whole time. No. It was perfect.
1: Actually, Miss Ryder says something very similar. Best own egret toying with John's weakness, his virginity.
2: We didn't talk about that hip shake in the uh, the wiggle in, earlier in the episode. The what did you guys think? Uh, really quickly though, was that not the most hilarious like bit of humor they injected into the show? Yeah, he's just like, stop it
4: yeah stop, stop
1: it. Blue, don't
2: do that
4: i think it was so funny because he's such he's so stoic like he's he just has no humor <laughs> and then yeah. she comes along and she's like oh yeah and he's like he doesn't know what to do with it it's so funny uh,
2: she's like like she's like hey i'm attractive you're clearly attractive look at that hair like <laughs> um, she's like it's gets cold at night
0: <gasps> okay guys well that does wrap up this week's show and um we have a bit of contact information for you if you want to Get a hold of any bus here at Game of Owns. We got the Twitter, twitter.com slash Game of Owns. Be sure to follow us there. Also, Facebook. Um, Been getting a lot of activity on Facebook and a lot of participation. Super great. Really, so um, definitely keep that up. And that's, yeah. Uh, We got an email address as well, contact at gameofowns.com. Also, check out our website, gameofowns.com. Also, I I just wanted to plug our iTunes real quick. You guys have done an amazing job of keeping our – you know keeping us up there we are yes definitely definitely and i've been wanting to plug it for a couple of weeks now just you know we get so carried away with the show but definitely thank you thank you so much for all your support and subscribing to the show um and keeping us in the new and notable section we are extremely grateful for that and um just tell all your friends tell all your friends tell everybody you know while we're sitting here recording the episode i texted a couple of friends said hey listen to this podcast called game of owens it's a game of thrones podcast and um there you go a couple new listeners right there but
2: I think it's pretty safe to say that we're all kind of like blown away. I'm pretty blown away by the by the just the sheer mass of people that have jumped on in the show like it's oh, really yeah. it's yeah. it's awesome I'm really glad that you know you guys are enjoying it so much
1: Keep sending keep sending your owns after every episode you know send us what your owns are even if we don't ask just be like this is the this is my own of the week um and we'll 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 say it on the show and
4: you can also uh leave your comments on com where i can actually read them
2: (laughs) i was i was looking at those comments today selena that's perfect (laughs) and yes selena will answer you back on those comments i will do
4: i will do that's the only place i
3: see
2: (laughs) well kids and not kids and people that are friends with kids and people that have kids people that don't no what that people means that work kids once think english <laughs> people that work kids once all of the above again to reiterate thank you so much for listening uh game of thrones is a podcast about game of thrones that you probably uh listen to because you're a fan of the show but you know when the show Yay. is over and the show's riding this little flame of season finalness um i guess we can go ahead and just tell them now because we haven't addressed it yet but yes. uh the show that you're listening to right now will still go on so you can all just divert all of your attention and all the love that you have for that brilliant television show for its podcast, which is us.
1: (laughs) So so many interesting things happen in the – there's one thing I've learned from Harry Potter and going through that book series, for instance. Some interesting things. The most interesting things actually happen in the downtime, in between seasons, in between books, in between films. You know, that's when the most interesting stuff happens. There are rereads, there are re-watches, people are reading for the first time. Yeah. You get this influx of people wanting to talk about it, wanting to look at it. And news about the next season starts kicking up. Oh, you definitely. Know, so, totally excited for the downtime here. I have
3: one here from at Captain Creepy Face, <laughs> when I stole the dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Did
1: somebody actually change their Twitter name to Captain Creepy Face? Wait.
2: Is a real human going to change their name to that Twitter thing? Right? Are you going to do that, Terrence? Is it available? I am,
1: that's no, I am well, the <laughs> one, Micah read. Well, <laughs> the, isn't isn't the one? No, the one that you've read. That's no, Terrence, you better not episode that of Twitter
2: Game of <laughs> Please watch Terrence Luck and his changing of his Twitter. Thing and stuff like that. I'm Zach Louie. I'm Mike Attanab. I'm
0: Eric Skull, and I am almost Captain Creepy Face, but right now I'm T-Bitch.
4: <laughs> Guess that makes me Sir Lena, then. But wait, oh, hang goodbye. on. I- goodbye,
2: everybody.